everyone and welcome back to the In Our Backyard podcast with your host Jen Galler. And in this episode, I talk with Charles Utley, who is Associate Director of Brettle. He was last on the podcast two years ago in episode 45 called What's Happening at Plant Vogel. So go back and listen to that one. Now I check back in with Charles to get updates on what's been happening with his projects and Brettle for the past two years. We speak about the Shell Bluff for Concerned Citizens chapter, the Zero Waste Plan for Augusta, Georgia, industries coming into the area, Plant Vogel, and what he's looking forward to in the future. Charles mentioned a chemical company that's coming into Augusta and they're called Rubis. They're a world leader in recycling copper, precious metals, and other non-ferrous metals, which sounds good, but they're known for contaminating waterways during this process. And that's the last thing the city of Augusta needs in their community. To contact and connect with Charles will be in the show notes below. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the episode. So hi, everyone. I'm with Charles Utley, who is the Associate Director of Brettle. And it's been about two years since he's last been on the podcast. So I thought we'd get some updates on what he's doing. I guess just my first question is, what has been happening in these past two years? And what have you been working on? Well, thanks for inviting me to be with you today. And to give you an update, sometimes I think I'm more busier now than I was two years ago. Mm. And uh, some of the things that I'm working on is projects that were started two years ago and, and even further back that we're still working on even today. And including in those, some of those projects were Lou Zellers and with uh, Therese and with the staff, including yourself, with Blue Ridge, which was really an asset for, for me because you all had a lot of information and things that would help me to, to do the things that I we're planning on trying to do and to achieve. And thanks to the staff of Blue Ridge for associating and doing me those justice by helping. And for as what I'm doing now, I'm still with the Shell Bluff Concerned Citizens. And, and with that group, we're still trying to get air monitors in the area because of where it's located. Most people know it as Waynesboro, Georgia, but it's a community outside of Waynesboro in a rural area where there's the plant Vogo is located. It's close proximity to the Savannah River site. And there's other areas in the community that are concerned with the contamination and where things are going. And the only way we can do that, we feel, is to enhance our ability to be able to read the air monitor and see what's happening in the air and learn how to interpret what we're being able to see. And why is it so important for us to share this information with the community and get the community involved. And that's one of the things that we've been constantly working on as a top priority. And doing that, we want to also include younger adults, younger teenagers, so they can take part in this. And, and, and I can go ahead and enjoy my retirement and stop. So that's one of the things we're working on as well is doing and why we're doing it. And to stay connected with the students at Payne College as well as high school students and let them grow into the knowledge of the environment, what we're doing with justice and equality for everyone. And that's one of the things that my idea is, is to keep moving forward in the Shell Bluff community with that type of idea and philosophy. And the other things that I'm working with is deal with the 
their environment, having the energy efficiency in buildings. And so we were able to, as you know, we got the historic preservation thing set up. And we also looked into creating a zero waste by 2050. And that's one of the things that the Shell Bluff community, along with the neighborhood of Laos, uh, was able to do. And of course, with Blue Ridge. And we were able to get that approved by the city of Augusta. And as late as yesterday, when the mayor made his final uh, speech to the city, because there has an election is coming up, he mentioned that that was one of his things that he was able to do, that he was very proud of doing it. Of course, he didn't mention that it was created by the community because he wouldn't take credit for it. So that's okay, as long as, long as it's moving forward. And, and we're able to get uh, now buying electric buses, we're buying electric vehicles for the administration to use in the city. So it's moving forward. And that's one of the things that we were very interested in accomplishing when we created the idea of, of having zero waste for this community and for the city. Of course, 25th is a long ways. And, and, and if it's able to be accomplished with, with an intermediate of 23, uh, we hope to be able to move forward with that. And, and also still working on the things that are concerned about companies coming into our communities, environmental issues spreading. And I just finished talking with a friend of mine, Tanya Bonitas, and she was also, she's head of the Savannah River Keepers. And Tanya and I were very close for years. And one of the things we're looking at is a company that's coming to our Augusta area, being placed in the minority community of South Augusta. And that area is already impacted with contamination. And this company, Arubas, is coming out of Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And they are known for contamination. The information that I've been working on shows them as one of the worst that was in the area in Buffalo. And why are we getting them? Simply because they've convinced the Augusta authority people that's in charge we're going to bring you jobs. We're going to make, take care of your jobs. And then tell them the rest of the story. And then tell them about the contamination that they are being accused of in the, in the other areas. And then they're not telling them that, too, that uh, what the, is, the community is being asked to do. And I'm talking with Tanya a few moments ago, I received an information that there's been $750 million that they have been privileged to have access to, to come to Augusta. And as we're talking now, I just learned the governor of Augusta is here in the city to welcome that company. You know, so, <laughs> wow. But when you look at it, you got all of these political folks who are after offices and they're running for office and they are, showing their, I guess we can say their power that they can get companies to come in. And so I can be reelected. I'm showing you what I can do for your community, but you're not telling the whole story. Tell the rest of the story, how contamination this company is. And not only that, there are other three companies that's gonna combine with them. 
So if if we can't stop them, at least my idea is let's put some restrictions. When they and I did hear the company say that they're going to advance over the years and a new project will come in. Why not do it this way? Come before the community before you open up anything else new. Get a 90-day permission and also make sure that pollution levels combined are not interfering with the lifestyle of the community and have a regular, not every time you get ready to expand, investigation of the contamination, but a quarterly report or a 90-days report that we can look at what's happening in the area and draw some conclusions that you're not being, you're not damaging our environment. And in our area, the, the temperature is quite high. We're in the 90s and from 90 to 100 and, and overall conceived as 105 this week. That's hot. And, and if you're out the door like I am, you, you can't stay out there very long. So mm -hmm. the thing is, is, there is a climate change. And I know a lot of people say, hey, nothing to it. Nothing to it, no climate change. Well. You explain this heat and how it's changing and how it's making a difference in, in our lives because now there's a big change in the weather. So that's one of the things that is also interesting and in trying to keep abreast of. And of course, my, my main thing is to make sure that what I'm doing with the church at McMurray Spring Branch, which is in the Shell Bluff community in that area. And so tomorrow we'll have a men's workshop. And the men's workshop is geared to talking to the men. And that, these are not just men of McElmurray Spring Branch, our church, but it's men's of everywhere. They'll be from Augusta, Thompson, wherever. There's no limit. There's no Ray's Creek or whatever. If you're a man, we want you to come because we want to talk about men issues and why certain things are taking place. And I thought about it earlier today. This is Father's Day coming up too. So it'll be a good opportunity to talk with men and, and get them in, in a perspective of what is expected of them, not only in saying the religious part of it, and that, but in their families, in the environment, in the issues, injustice, injustice, everything should be considered. And you are supposed to be a leader. If you're a man, you should be a leader. And, and that's the thing that we want to press upon them. Lead where you can lead and follow where you can follow and make a difference in whatever you do. So that's one of the things we're going to be working on tomorrow. And we start early, so we won't hold up people. So it'll be like an eight o'clock meeting. And by 11, it should be over with. But that's one of the things I decided to do some years ago. And it's been growing. And we are able to bring in other men from, from various parts. So with that being in mind, my idea is to continue to move forward with Brettel and with the staff at Brettel to accomplish those things. And also to be able to complete the relocation of the Mary Upman Community Center into the Shell Bluff community would be one of the projects that we're still working on with the Shell Bluff group and with the concerned citizens of Shell Bluff, because the concerned citizens are an asset to helping this project move forward. 
And that's what we want to do is move forward with this project. We're looking at and have the design of the layout of the community center. And that would be something that we'll be looking at in the future as well, is how we're going to be able to set it up and then implement it being a part of the Shevlov area for the children as well as for other adults to live in and work in and to receive information as a part of living in the Shevlov community area. We're putting it in an area which is historically because the area is known for historic things to take place, including the area where we're putting it at would be called Botfus Baptist Church area, Botfus. But it consists of two Botfuses, one an original Botfus, which was a white Botfus, and the Botfus came out of that predominantly black Botfus, where the center was set between these two Botfus, and that's B-O-T-T-S-F-O-R-D, and one is B-O-T-S-F-O-R-D. So it's, it's the only difference between them, but we're trying to combine the community and let the center be an asset to them since it has been declared a historical preservation entity. And we want to keep that moving forward. So with the center going in the Shevlov area, with monitors going in the Shevlov area, with our eyes and ears open for contamination, for air monitors, and for equal and right justice and with companies coming in, whether they're in Shell Bluff or Augusta. And the thing is to keep working with the neighborhood allowance and with the people of Blue Ridge Environmental Defense League. It's kind of what I'm aiming to do and have my ideas of how to reach them growing daily. Yeah, you're doing so much. And yeah, that's so great. I guess going back to that zero waste policy, what's in that for the city of Augusta that you all wrote up and then the polluting industry that's wanting to come in? What are they do or what kind of industry is that? They are an industry that deals with chemicals. But what they do is moving, from my understanding, and I'll have to get, if you would, let me get the name of the chemicals that they're mm-hmm. working with. Mm-hmm. And I'll get it back to you, but I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it and getting the right one that they are going to be working with. And it's a chemical that used, it has to be clean before it goes out and, and the waterways will be affected by it. So let me get that information to you, uh, the, the name of the chemical or the process in which they'll be using to do this work with. And then what's happening with Plant Vogel? I know that was a big issue down in Georgia. So any updates with that and the new, you know, reactors they wanted to build? Well, with Plant Vogel, they're still building the reactors and and it's been set back again. Uh, They're not finishing with the project. It gains money every time they stop the project and start again. And they keep going back over and over again. So is still in the process of being open. The thing is, they're still charging the public. They're still showing up on their energy bill, that they're building this plant. And the thing is that we must stop that because it's making nothing but millionaires out of those who are, are working there and, and those who own it. 
So the thing is, we need to let it be known that it cannot be at the expense of the community or the, or the state of Georgia. So that's one of the things that is still in process of doing. And it's been put on hold again. And Jan, one of the things you have to look at is every time it comes back there, you get there, the directors and things, they're making almost a million dollars off of that plan. So mm-hmm. kind of wow. give you an idea of what's happening with it. Wow. And then, yeah, what are you looking forward to in the future, just in general? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward for really to bring a conclusion for Plant Vogel and let them realize what they're really doing for the community. And they make it appear that they're helping the community with their electric facility. But they're just using the city of Augusta and the state of Georgia. And I hope that uh, the new administration and the others that's, that's coming into office and under the, the new governor of Georgia, or we're having a governor's election, maybe some of this can, can be halted or made to go ahead and come to fruition and close out. And I know some of the companies that were originally started with Plant Vogel, they're backing off now because they found out it's just too much and too long to try to do. So that's one of the things we're looking forward to. Yeah, well, yeah, you're doing so much and so much has been happening within these past two years in Georgia. And then, yeah, is there anything that we missed that you think we should cover or talk about? Some other things that are taking place, and that is with the Pepico Stop the Pipeline Defense Committee in France, South Carolina and Pepico. That's a community that I'm working with, with Kath Andrews, director of Blue Ridge. And that's something that it's an ongoing process. And the more we work with that group, the more you learn how people or pipelines, including the million energy, how they're focused on and what they're focused on is just to take individuals' property for their own benefit. And one thing I'd like to see us continue to do is to work with the Pamperco group and along with Lou Zellers and with Kathy and working with them. And, and hopefully that we'll be able to achieve the things that this organization is helping Kathy to work on. What they're doing is something very dangerous to the community. And I don't know whether people realize even our director I happened to see them putting a pipeline in front of her house there in Myrtle Beach. So things like that, without her knowledge of it, but having information and being able to stop and, and work with the, the pipeline and get them stopped through Blue Ridge, I think was a great thing. And hopefully that she'll be able to continue doing what she needs to do with the Pamplico Stop the Pipeline Defense League. So that's one of the things that we want to get with help Kathy with as Blue Ridge continues with the pipeline. And, and, and when you look at it, it interferes with the inheritance of their properties as well, because it's, an, it's a bad thing to have good property and given to you and it becomes contaminated because somebody really just want to be able to have your property for their profit. So we're trying to bring that to a close. 
Yeah, I know you all have been working hard on that. And Kathy had that meeting at the school. So yeah, I hope that only positive things come out of that. Just my last question is how can people contact or connect with you if they want to do so or have questions? We have a Blue Ridge Environmental email. I will put that email for them and they can call me at this number that you, and I have to apologize, that's been ringing, which is 706-772-5558. Thank you so much to Charles for speaking with me. Anything we talk about in the episode will be linked in the show notes below. And tune in in two weeks for a new episode. Thanks, everyone.